Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 199 of Say Like a Champ. This is your boy A-Dub. And your boy Strizzy. What's good, Joe? What's good, what's good? We are back in the building. And um, we are officially down to our last show before the big 200. Um, so definitely um, want to say thank you for everybody for being here with us, rocking with us, and getting ready and getting excited. And hopefully we'll see a lot of you guys next week as well. Um, but before we get into our normal show, definitely got to do the check-in, see what's good. Uh, with my boy so strizzy how you feeling i'm feeling good man you know what i'm saying it's uh you know it's that you know that kind of that time you know see we always talk about where there's not a lot going going on or whatever but um but you know baseball's actually been a little entertaining this year you know what i'm saying like a couple of teams that are doing better than usual you know what i'm saying so i, I think i think the uh the race for that championship is gonna be a little more competitive this year uh and and normally i don't really pay too much attention to baseball until playoffs but it's it's been pretty good this year, man. So I've been watching a lot more uh, baseball than I normally do this time of year. But um, you know, so so far so good, man. Excited for episode two hundred. You know what I mean? Uh, can't wait to you know chalk it up with you guys, Ben. You know, I think the last time I kicked it with you was when we went to the batting cages. Uh, yeah. But uh, you know, just excited for everything that, uh, that we got in front of us. You know what I'm saying? And you? Same, man. I'm definitely excited. Um, I feel you on the baseball thing. Like I, you know, baseball it has been a little bit more interesting, and that's good. Um, it looks like this season will be exciting, uh, more exciting than others. So maybe it will hold us over a little bit. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, definitely, I've been doing good. Um, a lot of things going on, and um, I do want to say uh, a shout out to my beautiful wife. She's been really doing good with her thing. Um, she has her AZ Kindness uh, influencer page going, and she just does a lot with the community. And um, she's yeah. been making a lot of connections. And um, the more she does, the more I grow. So I just want to give her a big shout out. And, uh, and and say um, that if you guys are ever interested in checking that out, uh, please check that out. I want to be a bigger advocate for that and kind of share what she does to say like a champion case. Any of our slackers want to get involved, too. So, yeah, um, myself, so cool. Yes, most definitely. So definitely wanted to shout that out. I also want to welcome some slackers into the show um, and say what's good. We got pops. Uh, good evening, pops. Welcome to the show. We also got Aunt Pam. What's up? Hey, how you doing? Thank you for for checking in. And she's got the lovely uh, pictures of the of the fam there um, from the wedding last year. That was such a great time. Um, but um, thank you guys for being here with us. And, um, yeah, we got an exciting show for us. Uh, definitely some things that we want to jump in on and talk about some hot topics. But, honestly, not a lot. Like like Shrizzy was saying, we're kind of in that, that lull. But that's good. You know what I'm saying? So we can use this time to kind of recharge and be ready when everything hits the fan again. So um, we'll get ready to get our, our topic started here. But before we do, we got to finish out our panel and we got to bring in our brother we got to bring in mad marcus what's good oh you know what I'm saying? What up, yo, yo. what's going on fam how y'all doing man good man you i'm good man we here man sorry about last week i missed again you know so i'm here yeah. today that's all good man all up. yes we we miss you every time but we ain't taking attendance over here we know you're a big part of the show <laughs> whether you're whether you're here right here with us or not but we love having your opinion so uh definitely glad that you'll be here because I want to hear what you think about um, the big the big NBA news for sure. So, um, um, but let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and bring up our branding here, and that'll be a little preview for it. But first things first, let's let's get into our first topic. What's up next? Oh, let's check it out, man, real quick. Oh, tune to NFL talk. Let's get it. All right, NFL talk. So um, starting off, like I said, not a lot of crazy news going on, but this was really for our bro, Anthony Wesson. Um, the Chiefs did get their rings in celebrating, um, you know, their third in franchise history, but um, for these two guys, Mahomes and Kelsey, their second Super Bowl ring. 
Um, so we do want to give a shout out to them. And I was just curious if you guys saw the ring. Some interesting features on there, including this one actually turns into a pendant. So you can like take the top off and make it into a necklace if you want to rock it like that, um, which is which is kind of innovative. But um, did you guys see the rings? You guys, would you guys be in for the bling? Great, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's actually kind of cool, man. You know, saying the, I think that's actually really cool. Uh, anytime, you know, NFL, NBA, MLB, like, the, you know, these organizations try to do something, you know, a little bit different. Um, that's not super over the top. Like, I can respect it. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I feel like, you know, most of these dudes are usually wearing chains, you know, in general. You know what I'm saying? So it might actually, you know, they probably should not going to wear them out too much. You, know, you always risk that risk of, you know getting jacked, you know what I'm saying, getting robbed, right. obviously, because uh, a lot of the, a lot of these NFL dudes don't don't walk around with uh, security, you know what I'm saying? So, but just just being able to kind of rock it as a necklace, you know what I'm saying, I think it's actually pretty cool because me personally, I'd probably, you know, unless, like, you know, unless I'm rocking like a, a married a wedding band, I'm probably never rocking a ring. So, um, I don't know, I thought it was pretty cool. That's what's up. Marcus, what about you? Your pimp hand strong? You, you wear rings or? Nah, man, I don't, I don't do that kind of stuff. So, but like I said, that's a Super Bowl ring. You work hard for that. Dream to do something like that. So you gotta rock it sometimes. But yeah. I'll be the one to have it somewhere put up so nobody mess with it. But yeah, yeah. you gotta wear it at least once. Right. Yeah, right. Exactly. I, I'm with you. I think that would probably be the only time to, to wear it. And they definitely aren't practical as big as they are and, and as valuable as they are. But um, yeah, being able to wear it as a necklace is is kind of interesting. Um, some other things, though, I do like that they they put more into it, like the significance, and they have been doing this the past several years. But like, however many stones is in there represents how many victories or how many yards or whatever. So um, that stuff is kind of interesting. If you guys want to see that breakdown, uh, that's out there. But also, one interesting thing is they're selling a replica for fans. They're going to make a hundred of these like replicas, and they're selling them for fourteen thousand dollars. So um, wow. I was going to ask Anthony Weston if that's in in his budget, if he's going to be rocking one of those, but. I think that's kind of crazy, but there might be some fanatics out there that got it like that, you know? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I, I can see it. So I think he definitely would do that too. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, a couple other things that there is some um some issues with betting going on in the NFL. And so this was actually a copy of a memo that the NFL actually sent out. They sent out like a slide deck that had this and that all the teams were supposed to present. And it was kind of like the six key rules for NFL players on like betting and how how it goes into that. But they're basically emphasizing the main rules are don't bet on the NFL, never, never, never. And then also the second thing is um, is, is um, do not gamble at work. So you can bet on other sports, but you just can't do it while you're in you know any type of team capacity. So um, I just wanted to share this to say, like, it's kind of interesting how big of a problem it is that they're like, okay, this is kind of we're trying to emphasize our policy. But um, there is a rumor floating around that an NFL player last year lost $8 million dollars through sports betting and um it's crazy because it's like unless that's a high level player like the average salary is nowhere near that much money right so chances are dude's got a problem and lost money or it's got to be a high level player which is kind of scary i think for the nfl to see like how prevalent it is crazy yeah that's very true but sometimes too you kind of think about it like you know, I watch a lot of UFC, right? And like they always talk, they always like put the uh, the Twitter like bets of uh, like big name people who bet on these things. Mm-hmm. If it's a big name player, he could have lost that eight million in one bet. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, hopefully no, not. Man, but yeah, know, I know. You see, dudes like Drake, man, he be <laughs> Drake be doing some crazy bets. Granted, Drake makes a lot more money than a lot of these dudes, but but you know, like that 
eight million, depending on the player, could have been in you know one to anywhere with poor bets if he was you know betting some some high stake stuff. But it, it is crazy, man. Just eight million dollars gone and just losses is, is crazy. Insane, yeah. So we'll see, but I think it's gonna keep coming out more and more. And the NFL really has a problem on their hands because they promote betting now. Yeah. They have it like they have the lines on there. They let you know, um, FanDuel and, and you know, and BetMGM. They let them you know run their ads during the games and all that. So it's like you're not you know doing anything to slow that down because they know it's a money maker that brings more interest. But um, you got to do something you know to kind of stop the players. So I think that is a bad look. Um, that's pretty much it though for NFL talk. We are six weeks away from the Hall of Fame game. Um, that's going to be in Canton, Ohio, between the Jets and the Browns. And that's the kickoff to preseason. So six weeks is not that long away. Yeah, a lot of teams are opening up their mandatory uh, camps. So uh, football will be back. We'll we'll make it through. Is there is there any updates on D Hop and uh, Cook? We we know anything happened with them? No updates other than Cook. Uh, he was actually speaking the other day to media, and he was talking about wanting to team up with Hopkins. And so all of a sudden, there was like this speculation. Um, you know, if like, are they really trying to team up or where could they go? Who could sign them both type of thing? Um, but that's the only news. We haven't really heard anything. Um, the only other signing that there's really been is Sony Michelle signed with the Rams, which, you know, I love my Georgia Bulldogs, but that's, I mean, I don't know if he's even going to make the team. It's kind of sad, but it's another one to see like how fast the running backs fall, you know? <laughs> For real. And think so, about him. I think about Todd Gurley. Like, hey, he just disappeared and we just forgot about him, you know? Like, this is crazy. He was in Super Bowl. Then a couple of years later, he's gone. Like gone, crazy. yeah. And I think I don't know it with Gurley. Like I don't know if he's just like he made his money or whatever. Because especially that that final like Rams thing he had, and he got that final payment. I feel like he was just like I'm gonna just retire early and just save my knees, what's left of him. Yeah, I, I can't believe it. It was only like six years, maybe. Like maybe yeah. hit that bunch. Yeah. Well, uh, the first so, couple of years, man, they they drove him into the ground. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of uh, it's kind of sucks. Yeah. He, yeah. he came into the league with knee issues. Right. You know, you're right. And he also was like that type of a back where he wanted all the carries too, so he would never say no. Yeah. Um, but it just didn't didn't really work out like that. Pop says no team is going to sign them both. That's silly talk. I, I agree, but, you know, he could dream, I guess. But I don't <laughs> yeah. feel like there is a scenario where that would work. Um, That's about it, though. Yeah, so, so we'll see. But I, I am surprised, Marcus, like you are, that there's no real speculation about that. But. All the free mm-hmm. agent money, I don't know if it's gone or if they're going yeah. to really figure it out. We'll Let's see. Um, all right, that's it for NFL talk, though. We're going to keep it moving um, to our uh, big story of the week. What's up next? Oh, let's check it out, man, real quick. Oh, tune to NFL, NFL talk. talk. Let's get it. And wrong you know one. I played the I played the wrong one. <laughs> we're gonna roll with it. We're gonna pretend that was NBA talk. I, I don't know why <laughs> I clicked the wrong one. But this is NBA talk. We're talking about the Bradley Beal trade to the Phoenix Suns. Got traded for CP3, Landry Shamet, a couple second round picks and some pick swaps. Um, this leaves the Suns with only five players on their roster for next year, which is basically, um, of course, you know our our two stars with them, Durant and Booker, and then they have Aiton, and then Campaign. Is there only five players that are under roster on the roster, and they're already in the luxury tax, just with basically these three guys' salary. So um, with those thoughts in mind, I was just curious what you guys thought of the trade, and um, how do you think it'll work out for the Suns uh, moving forward? 
it's funny, man. You know, we talked about this when they got KD, like the uh, the owner, like really doing everything he can to bring a championship to him, even if he has to pay for one, right? <laughs> but like you forget, like DeAndre Ayton just re-signed, like so, like that man's got millions on the books too, and so. I know there. I know the speculation they're talking about. You know they're already looking into trade talks for DeAndre Ayton so they can kind of, you know, widen out the, the the bench and the depth chart. But two out of three of these dudes are very injury prone already. Like you forget, like Bradley Bill is also a very injury prone player. He misses a ton of games, and they still have no point guard. Book plays point for 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 small spurts when you know CP3 goes down. But can he do it for a whole whole season? You know what I mean? like, is that his game? Yeah, he likes to get his. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't know if it works. You know what I mean? On paper, it's a great pickup, right? On paper, you're like, damn, that's, that's a lot of firepower. You know what I mean? And, and you know, I was just about to get to that too, pops. Ain't no defense being played between these guys. Butts a horrible defender. KD has some 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 nice plays and spurts, but Bill, he'd be letting dudes pass him all the time. Like, I don't know, man. I, I just I don't, I don't see it working. I don't see it working. Marcus, I don't, I don't, I don't understand the whole trade. Like, the <laughs> first thing is Bradley Bill and Devin Booker are the same player, right? They do the same, they do the same thing. So, um, but the thing is, I always say the the background we don't know what's happening. I don't think you make this trade without talking to Devin Booker and talking to Kevin Durant, you know, and then asking Bradley Bill if he want to go there. So. They all wanted to play together. So, you know what I'm saying? It's a victory. Um, it's in the West, but I feel that they will get the player they need. You know, I was thinking that even before they got, they got to me, not getting Bradley Bill, is getting Fred Van Fleet. To me, that would have been a, a, a better pickup to me because now you got a decent poor guard who can handle the ball, get you where you want to go. He can score. You know what I'm saying? So, to me, it's a bigger a bigger pickup. I, I, I know they don't have any more money to get him now. So, but uh, that would have been a better pickup for me. But like I said, it, it's exciting to see. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be real good to see how it goes. But this team right here, I still don't see them beating Denver Nuggets, you know? So you got you got a little better. But like you said, you have a point guard to get you the ball. And like Devin Booker, you don't want to see him as a point guard. But I just, to me, watching it, Devin Booker and and, and, um, and uh, Bella Bill are the same player than me. So I'm, I don't know how it's going to work. But it, it, could, it could possibly kind of work a little bit. But. I don't, I don't think they got to the point where they're gonna win a championship. So put it like that. So I still did. I still think Denver is a better team than this team right here. Got you. Yeah, I agree. I think it will be interesting to see. Um, I, I like the aggressiveness from the Suns owner. He's just like, let's get more. Like he's seen that that he took a big swing with Kevin Durant, and you still got him. So that's good. I'm not saying it was totally a swing and a miss, but obviously it didn't work out for you, right? Um, this year at least. And now he's just like, let's double down. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's go for it again. So I like that part of it. But um, I, I kind of agree that, you know, Booker and Beal are very similar. And so, you know, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see uh, how that works out. Pop says can't defend, won't have quality depth. One only one ball still allowed, won't win the West better, but ultimately still bombs. So uh, we know, you know, Pop's down on the Suns. But I think they are a little bit better, and I do think it depends on what they do next. So if they do take Aiden and flip him for more different depth and, you know, get a, a get a, a, a ball handler in there, um, we'll see. But I don't know. So then I, that's what my next question was going to be for the Slackers and for you guys, but I think we already answered it. Does this trade make the Suns favorites in the West? Um, 
Well, Marcus, no. you already said not better than Denver. Uh, Strizzy, you think still can't get out the West? I agree. I, I, I still think Denver is that team to beat, and not even just because they just won the championship. It's just, to me, they're still the best team. They're, they're going to keep literally everybody from, from this last championship. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, all their role players, their key players will be back. <laughs> like the only the only person who's going to stop them from getting back into the championship is going to be Joker because he's like, you know. I don't even want to come back. He just, he just wants to go home. You know what I'm saying? So, so, you know, I mean, he's like, I'm not trying to play that long again. But, but in all seriousness, I, I still think Denver is the, the favorite to come out the West. Yeah, no, I feel it. Um, all right, so CP3 was about to get released, but the Suns were able to make him part of this trade and get back a big piece. But uh, the other question is, what's next for Chris Paul? Um, it looks like he will potentially be traded or just released by the Wizards, uh, basically like to just dump salary. So, um, Strizzy, I was going to ask you just like, do you think Chris Paul still has value or, or where can he be productive next year or is it over? He, I mean, he still has value. You know what I mean? Like, Chris Paul has made every team he's ever been a part of successful. His biggest problem is his health. His biggest problem is his health. He can't stay healthy when it matters the most, right? And you can't just not play him during the season because you're more prone to get injured at the end of the season for not playing as well. So, you know, does he still have value? Of course he does. Like, even with, like even at 75%, he's still one of the better point guards in the NBA at age 38. You know what I'm saying? But – it's just when you need him the most, you can't count or rely on him. And, and that's a huge, huge problem. So uh, will he land somewhere? Sure. If he wants to play, he'll be somewhere. But um, how Miami goes after Dame. I don't <laughs> I, I, I don't want to <laughs> see him in a Heat jersey. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to see it. I feel that. Marcus, would you want to see him in a Lakers jersey with LeBron? Uh, I think I think that would be the only place he can go to be successful. You know, he don't have, he don't have a lot of pressure on him like that. But they talk about him going back to the Clippers, so uh, we'll see how it goes. But yeah, I I think the best place for him would be the, the Lakers. But I, I maybe when he was trying to go to the Lakers when Kobe was there and then how they stopped him from going, maybe he still had a bad taste in his mouth, and maybe yeah. he never want to go there again. Go what happened? So if I was him, I would never want to go there. So maybe that's why yeah. he'll go back to the Clippers. I feel it. Yeah, I do think he's going to end up in L.A. just because I think that's where his family's at and that he's at a point where, I mean, he's not going to move him to the East Coast, certainly not to Washington or anything mm -hmm. like that. Um, I do agree, though. If he does go to the Lakers, okay, cool. Like, I hope that it works well, but it's 14 years too late, <laughs> so I don't really <laughs> care anymore. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to see it no more. Um, so so we'll see what happens with for Chris Paul. Um, if he does go back to the, to the Clippers, that'd be kind of cool to kind of, like, you know, kind of – Get back to where well, that's not even where he started. He started with the Hornets, so yeah. I was about to say get back to where he started, but um, yeah, we'll see. So I don't know, but we'll find out. We'll be watching it, uh, keep a close eye on what happens with that. Um, next up is the draft that is going on Thursday night. We got some new ballers coming into the league, and so I just wanted to, um, well, just kind of throw that up there and let you guys know what's going on. I do think it is really cool that the um, the Thompson twins are probably going to go top five. And to have two twin brothers go like in the top five or at least the top ten in the NBA, that's like that's super it's legit. Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm most interested in that story. I know Wimbiama is going to be the number one pick, and 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 we'll see how he plays out. But um, one thing I guess I just don't like about the NBA draft is like we know these kids got talent and athleticism and all that, but like I feel like there's just so much pressure on these guys coming into the league, and the NBA really takes a while to figure out. And it's yeah. hard because you're out there, you're only one of five guys. It's not like in the NFL when it's like 
you can come in as a rookie wide receiver and make some splash plays or get a couple punt returns. Like the NBA, like when you're out there, it's kind of tough and they have to go through their lumps. So, you know, I just always like to remember that, you know, it's going to take some years before we might see these best version, but that's what I always like to project because it might not be those top picks, but it might be somebody that's a little bit further down right now. They're not as developed, but that they come along, you know, in the yeah. long run. So that's what I always like to watch for. So are y'all excited see. for the draft though? Will you be checking it out? Mm, top five. Just watch the first little bit. Yeah. And then, then be done with it. I think that's true too. I, I definitely want to check it out. I'm definitely excited though to see their outfits. Like they're going to be definitely diamonds up, you know what I'm saying? Cause they have, they have all their money now. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see yeah. how they're stunting. Last year was the, they were the ones that were the first ones that really step out. But um, Strizzy, are you a, a, an NBA draft guy? Oh, a little bit. You know what I mean? Like I like to, you know, kind of tune a little bit because you know, who goes where, if any trades are made. I'm kind of looking to see what Charlotte and, and Portland does. I, I know, uh, yeah, uh, Zion is up for trade if if someone's willing to go. And, you know, the top two or three picks or whatever. So uh, I'm kind of looking to see you know, if he's healthy. You know, where would he go? Because um, Portland keeps talking about how they're you know not looking to start over, which you know they really honestly probably are. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Um, so and apparently who, they, they they really like that Scoot Henderson guy, too. So, you know, if he falls to three and they get him, then they're definitely – that means that Dane's probably going to be out. But, um, yeah, but yeah, I, I definitely want to welcome in Anthony West with the show, though. He's definitely a draft guy. I know that's our reason. So um, he could probably tell us at least the, who the first five draft picks are going to be. But he says they should bring back them suits from the 2002. No, they yeah. shouldn't. Them, them Steve Harvey suits? No. <laughs> That's the perfect no description of Steve Harvey suits. Really? Um, they were so all right, baggy. so right. Um, but moving on past the draft, a couple of different things that we did want to talk about. A couple of guys that actually opted out of their contracts, and you know my guy Kuzma. But every time I put him, I got to put the sweater because I love the sweater. Thank but uh, pops mentioned that Kuzma opted out; he's going to get paid. I think so. But even a more interesting one: Draymond Green opting out. Um, you know, he's basically take trying to take control of not coming back with the Warriors. Um, and Marcus, I know you've watched Draymond Green closely. What do you think about uh, him opting out, and where do you think he might land? Uh, after all the stuff he probably done to the organization, stuff he did with Jordan Poole, I think it was time. I think, I think him winning, them winning the, uh, the year before, like that saved him to be there. You know, I think they would lost like that. He would have been gone. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Draymond lost. He lost it. I think he's a, a good motivator. I think he's going to end this season as being uh, a UD. You know, I don't think he's going to bring no value to the team. Uh, mm-hmm. I, th- I think I think he might go to um, he might go to the Lakers. You know, and him and LeBron were close, but that might be a good team for him. But I still don't think, besides like the the motivation and kind of getting people going, he's he not going to score for you. You know, he's he. I guess he could play a little defense. You know, and having the ID there to kind of help the defense maybe help a little bit, but. I just don't feel like the money he gonna get paid. I don't feel like that, that he can talk about. I don't think it means anything. Like I, I don't think he's that good. I think it's on the show too because him passing the ball and getting the guys in that spot in Golden State was his thing. Now you're going to a team with no shooters. It's gonna show. It's gonna really show how 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 you were, you know. So and it's still a chance he don't leave. You know, it's, he ain't signed anything yet. It's, it's good thing it might keep him, but um, I, I definitely don't think unless he goes somewhere with some shooters. I don't think he'll be a, 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 as valuable like uh, I think he 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 did with the Warriors. So it's gonna be weird seeing him going. Though you know, I, th- I think it's it's gonna be a, a bittersweet moment for him. Though you know, 
So I think the the words are broke up now. So he he does leave. Yeah. Yeah, it's over with. Susie, what do you think? It's funny. I, like Marcus said, I think so. I think him opting out was kind of more of a, a testament to the Golden State Warriors. If he goes anywhere, it'll be the Lakers. But I also kind of don't see him really going anywhere, honestly. Right. I think he opts out, takes a little bit of pay cut, allows the Warriors to bring some more talent in so they can uh, stay competitive. I think Draymond Green deep down knows that not only is he no longer the player he was at the, the earlier stages of his career, but he, he knows what he has in Golden State, right? Like he's not going to go somewhere else and be as productive as he can be the, the, in Golden State, right? So I think he probably might actually take a, a pay cut and just re-sign but um, you know he's got he's got two of the best shooters there that he can drive and dish out to, and they're used to him there. They have a solid role for him there. Yeah, as as good as Steph is, he's a horrible point guard. Like we we he really is. He's not a good point guard at all. Not like, a distributor. Yeah. No, no, he's not. He doesn't he doesn't look to pass. Like look how look how much Steph dribbles when he has the ball. He's looking to score every time, and that's and that's why they have Draymond Green there. Like he's been their their passer, the guy who gets people involved. He. You know, a lot of times they're doing pick and roll with with the big, but they do pick and rolls with the smalls. You know what I'm saying? Like they get them open shots. So you know, I, I I just can't see him anywhere except like Marcus said. Like he's him and he's him and LeBron are so close. Like he, he might be closer to LeBron than he is Steph and Clay. Right, right. Which I don't under. I I mean, I don't know if it was the Olympic run or what. <laughs> he wasn't on the banana boat, so it's like how right? are you sneaking yeah, in? Yeah, it's weird. It's kind of clutch, clutch sports. That's what it kind of brought them together. Yeah, Rich yeah, Paul. that's that's true. That's true. That's right. But um, uh, but yeah, I, I just I don't I don't see him really going anywhere. I, I think he, you know, I think he wants to stay there, and I think if he kind of says like, you know, I'll take a pay cut so we can get some more people in here, you know, some more depth from what's it called, then then the Warriors are like, all right, cool, we'll keep you. Maybe sign for the for the vet men or something like that, but. I just think it's not a good idea for him to go anywhere else. He's going he's gonna to fall to the wayside hard. Yeah. yeah. There's so many players like that, too, though, where it's like that's where you fit. Like, for whatever reason, that's where you work. You know, that's where it worked out. Yeah. You know, and, and and to go all the way back, like, even at the beginning with the Warriors, like, he was behind Festus Azili. Like, he wasn't even, like, the man at first there. Like, he had yeah. to, like, fit into that role. So, yeah. um, so it's definitely different. Um, do want to welcome Unk to the show. He says hello, hello from Unk. San Antonio. He's making his way west. That's what's up. Safe travels, Unk. Um, Anthony Weston says Draymond to replace uh, <laughs> to replace UD. Pistons back to Michigan. Good they can use a, a veteran. Yeah, maybe, but I don't know. That would be that would be definitely a whole different uh, zone for him because he's used to at least having some kind of a brag. You know what I'm saying? And if you're playing for the Pistons and you got one of the worst records of the league, like I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Lakers need don't need anyone else that can't shoot. That's a yeah. fact. That's <laughs> a fact. That's real talk. Man, that's, that's real. real talk. Yes. Anthony Weston knows what's up. Definitely <laughs> don't need anyone else that can't shoot. Um Unk says Draymond with LeBron and Davis Reeves better start at the point. Um, that'd be crazy though. It'd be kind of interesting to see, but I, I could see it there. But if he does go to the Lakers, he might even come off the bench. Like I, I don't know. Uh depending on what other moves they do. So We'll see Grace, what happens with that. Sister. Grace in the building. What's what's good? Welcome in. Welcome in. Um, glad to have you with us. Well, and yeah, um, the other the next one was actually we touched on Dame a little bit, but it's funny. I, I do think that Damian Lillard, this is another one where I was like, you know, just gonna kind of bring him up. I do think, you know, he's gonna be on the move, and it could happen with draft night, you know, that there could be some trades that include draft capital. But um he ain't going I think nowhere, it's funny. Man. you don't think he's going anywhere? Okay, that 
Nah, because that's what I wanted to talk about because both him and, like, Beal was the last one, right, that was like, I'm going to stay. I'm loyal to the Wizards. I love it here. And then, you know, he re-ups, and then one year later, now we see he's gone. But Lillard, you know, he's always been so loyal to Portland. So, so, so Marcus, you believe that he won't he won't end up anywhere else? No, nah, I think he's going to stay there, man. Okay. I, I would like to see it because, honestly, like, especially in this day and age of NBA, you know, Dane is one. Steph Curry's one, but I can't think of too many players that have been with one team for even 10 years the same. Yeah. Like versus like, you know, Kobe and Dirk, and they were the last of those guys that was like 20 years with one team. Um, but um, Udonis has them. I don't really count him be the 20 year club because he didn't play for the last five. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he's not, he's but not still, that, he's not even that influential. You know, a lot of the guys you just named are, are influential guys that, you know what I'm saying? They, they're different. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what happens with Damian Lillard. But um, if he goes anywhere, I, I wish it was either the Lakers or the Heat. You know what I'm saying? I think maybe that's too much to ask, but I hope it's yeah. one of uh, I, I see him being in one of those two places. Uh, Dan literally talked about he doesn't want to start over. He doesn't want a young squad. He talked about he doesn't even want them to keep the, uh, the, the second or third pick that they have. He wants them to trade it for some more veteran help. He doesn't want to uh, start over, so I think if they don't end up trading, I think and bringing somebody in, I think he'll be a little bit more open to uh, to leaving. But like Chris Paul just said about getting traded from the Suns, you know, what I'm saying these teams don't owe you anything. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like they don't. Like they they can talk about how much they love Dame and how appreciative they are that he's done for them, but if they're trying to go in a different direction, they'll trade him in a heartbeat. Right. Yep. Well, and I mean, and I get it too. It makes sense. It is a business. Yep. And it, it does suck that there's a the double standard because the players are always the ones that get called out and are expected to have loyalty and take pay cut and all this. Yeah. But the, is, the team was there before any player, and it yeah. will be there after any player. So there's only so much they can do for you. In the meantime, you got to get yours too. You got to get your treasures. You know what I'm saying? Seriously. And I know uh, Marcus, you've heard about that too. You know, get that money and the memories, and then that's that's what it's really about. So um, we'll see. We'll see. Um, the other one, though, an interesting one, Jalen Brown. It looks like that the Celtics are not going to entertain trade offers for him, and it looks like he might be in, end up signing the Supermax with the Celtics. So that would be at least another four years of the Tatum and Brown match – or the Tatum and Brown mm. tandem. Uh, I want to ask you both, if you were in the Celtics' shoes, would you break them up now when you have the most value you can get, or would you try to make it work? I'm breaking it up. They already show it ain't gonna work, and you know, don't get no better. You gonna get you getting older, you know. So people figuring you out. So yep. uh, if you couldn't get past the the heat, with they ain't have our everybody. It was an AC. You gotta break it up. There's no question about it. You gotta go, you know. So it doesn't. So, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, but they know each other. They play each other so many times, but not like there's, you know. Granted, they came back from being down 3-0, but it, we should have never been in that position. We didn't even have we didn't even have Tyler Hero or Victor Oladipo. You know what I'm saying? Like they, we like they should have smashed us, and they yeah. lost. You know what I'm saying? So I, I also feel like Tatum and, and Brown they're, they're the same player. They're down with the same height. They do the exact same things. Yeah. When the balls in the same air, turnovers. Yeah, you're facts. You know what I'm saying? Like they're the same player. And, and and honestly, I think they can get so much back for Brown. No matter mm -hmm. where if they, they do it now, though, exactly. Not like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Do it now. Just they can they could get. I don't know. They could just get so much for it. They could trade trade get a bunch of picks. Some actual quality, some quality depth. You know what I'm saying? Like the real depth, yeah. uh, the kind of depth that like you know uh, Denver has. 
you might even you might even go on a limb and try to sign Chris Paul. You know what I mean? To kind of help, you know what I'm saying, put some things together. But I think through, yeah. You know what I mean? You know, get rid of him now, get a bunch of stuff back for him. And there's no more of that, you know, who's Batman? You know, is it Tatum? Is it Brown? You know what I mean? Like, is you know, people will say it's Tatum, but there's some a lot of times Brown just outplays him. You know what I mean? It's you know, and vice versa. But mm-hmm. I, I I say break it up. I agree. I agree with you both. I think now's the time. You already seen that it hasn't worked. What more do you want to do? Yeah. Um, Anthony West says Brown for Poole and Kaminga. Yeah, you might even get a little bit more, but you know, and that's the thing. I think Poole's value definitely went down because from last year to this year. Yeah, it went down. Bad, so um, but yeah, I think that'll be interesting. We'll be watching on these different uh these guys' situations for sure. But um, it looks like the Celtics might stay the course and good for them because I don't like them. So <laughs> they can stick with the their tandem that doesn't work. Um, but both yeah. great players, but yeah, I do think it's like I don't see what more they can do differently, you know. All right, but I think that's pretty much it. Anything else you guys wanted to touch on basketball before we before we hit our last few little things here? All right. Um, we do want to say congratulations to the Golden Knights. Uh, definitely shout out to them for bringing home the cup. And they became the first or, or the fastest expansion franchise yeah. in NHL history to win the Stanley Cup. Uh, so congrats season, to them. Yeah, six se- in their sixth season. Um, so that's pretty exciting. Where are they located? Uh, in Vegas. Vegas. Oh, in Vegas. Wow. Yeah. So they're um, – and they were the first pro team to be in Vegas, but actually the second to win the championship because the WNBA, Vegas uh, – I mean, the WNBA uh, Las Vegas Aces, yeah, they won just last year too. So, um, so wow. that's pretty cool. Oh. Definitely bringing home some championships, getting it ready for the A's, you know what I'm saying, and, and eventually maybe an NBA team. I, I really think the Kings might move there. I don't know. Supersonics, man. Oh, yeah, the Supersonics. True. So, um, let's see. Um, Anthony Wesson, he wanted to comment. He said the Suns don't seem like that will work. Thank you for your comments on that one. I was curious to see what you would think about that. Um, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to talk more about that one. Um, let's see what else we got here. Oh, we got our boy. So Wyndham Clark, and I swear his name sounds like a hotel. But uh, <laughs> shout out to uh, to Wyndham Clark for winning the U.S. Open and. Um, Interesting stat about the U.S. Open this year, or the, this recently, the past five players who've won the U.S. Open um, actually was winning their first major in their career. So this is a, a time where we see a lot of guys kind of break out and break through. But um, I don't really know much about Mr. Clark. And, Marcus, I was hoping you could you could uh, school us on, on and if uh, the kids got game. Yeah, he, he has a uh, – he's a he's an up-and-coming golfer. He's going to be good uh, in the future. Uh... He lost his mom, uh, I think, a few years ago. So I kind of was rooting for him to win this one, you know, even though it was on Father's Day, you know. So, but uh, he he was doing he was doing he was like I think he was like the top five throughout throughout the weekend, and then the okay. last day, uh, um, my guy Fowler, Ricky Fowler, was leading, you know, mm-hmm. and he was like right there behind him. So I thought Ricky was gonna kind of come with and get it. Ricky, like the first five holes, Ricky was doing good, and he made a couple of mistakes. And then um, uh, Clark, he made a couple. He made two big mistakes, like he. He hit the ball in a spot that you it's impossible to to recover from. Like mm. he swung the ball and he missed the whole ball. He didn't touch the ball, so he he that's a short going. You know what I'm saying? So his next his next um his next shot he got it close and got a bogey. Like he recovered well and he did the same thing on another one. He he was unbalanced. There's no way he can kind of recover from that. You know, you go you normally get like a triple bogey or a double bogey. 
but he got a bug on both of those and kept him in the, in the lead, you know. So I think yeah. both of those both of those shots kind of gave him confidence, like I'm a, I'm gonna win this thing. And then I I got Roy McIlroy, man, like he was right there to win it. He just he could never hit those putts he need. He 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 can hit the ball great off the driver. He yeah. can hit the, he he has great irons. He, he's like the best driver and, and the best iron player in golf right now. But it's it's the putty, man. He had one I think it was like five feet, and he he, he gonna go up right there. He go he ties it up with that. And he misses it. It's like oh, I thought he was Roy. gonna catch it. When I saw yeah. him, I thought he was gonna catch up and actually win it. Yeah, I thought too. It's like it's like easy putts, man. He missed two putts yeah. that he wasn't he wasn't supposed to miss, man. He had one eagle that get to get he couldn't get that one either. It's like it's not made for him, man. So yeah, I don't know, man. It's just, it just kind of tough. But I'm happy that uh, uh, William Clark he he won it. It was good for him and his family. You could tell the emotions of him uh, getting that. You know, it's so stressful. But I was happy. But a lot of players. Hate that course in LA. They hate. They, oh, really? They, they didn't, they didn't like, like it. They didn't like it because it, it was a weird course, you know. Because some courses you got, you get used to, you know. What I'm saying? For majors right. anyway, for a major, you're used to it. You, you kind of practice for it, you know. But it was in LA for the first time in a long time, and they, they, some players, they didn't, even, they didn't really play for it. You know, they didn't even go for it. They just kind of just gotcha. got through the motions of it, and was kind of okay. I'm cool. They wouldn't be mad about it, but they, they hated that course. So some people, mm. some players, were like, ah, oh, they didn't like it, but. My guy Sky Scheffler, he 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 tried too, but he he missed some good, some easy putts too. They couldn't get him in there. So, but like I said, at the end of the day, I think Clark, he was he was for him to win. I was happy for him to win it. Yo, nice. I heard the I heard the purse for that too. For the dub was twenty million. That's <laughs> big. See, I think it was something crazy because it's one of those increased ones now for this yeah. year. Yeah, you have you have to, you know. So it's one that of those things. Twenty mil is crazy. Can you imagine that? Just and that's one tournament. Like you know, that's just one. You do that one time in your life, you're like, I'm good, you know. Yeah. And, that, and normally and those are like, no, no, those like normally like eight, maybe nine million. They eight. I was like, it's only eight. Um, like, it's like eight. Yeah. But now it's like crazy. 20, yeah. For, for four days. Yeah, right. exactly. For four days work. That's crazy. <laughs> four um, days work. But um, with the Rory thing though, I don't want to be a hater, but man, I I didn't mind, you know what I'm saying? Him. Oh, I don't either. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's always that player. It's always that yeah. player that you like. Ah, he's right there. He's really nah. good, but yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's interesting what you were saying about his driving and, and his irons. He is so good. But also, we'll have to talk about that next time. I want to hear your thoughts on this, Marcus. But they're talking about you know, there's like a, a certain. They're trying to make limits on the the technology of the actual golf balls that they use, so that way they can't like you know, fly as far, right? Because you got yeah. all these guys coming up that really drive far. But what did you think? What do you think about that? Like, are you for the limiting the golf ball or? Yeah, yeah, in a way to make it make it realistic. It's like in other sport, they came up, they didn't have that. You know what I'm saying? Like right. basketball. It's like it's like making a basketball more or something, you know. Lighter or like make, smaller. Make or, or, or even putting a, making a three-pointer uh, closer now. I'm yeah. like, why would you do that now to make it easier for those guys? Like, we played, we didn't get that, you know what I'm saying? So you make you make you making stats now is it's easy to beat our stats now because it's easy for those guys. So to right. me, I would say no. And you can tell like those pro balls. Like if I had a pro ball, I hit it. I could probably hit it pretty far too because those guys they hit they hit the ball so far. I'm like, how are they doing that? But you know, it's 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 a, it's a ball and it's also the club too. They do things because yeah. I'm a pretty strong guy. I can hit a if I hit a, a perfect drive, I could probably hit at three eleven. Those guys hitting the ball like 330, you know what I'm saying, 340, you know what I'm saying, because the ball they're hitting and, and the technology they're doing too. So, right. But I, I think to make it fair, I, I would say, yeah, I think they should limit the, the ball like that. They should do that. They should, like, stick to a standard. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you on that. I feel you on that. I definitely wanted to talk about that because I, I was 
interesting. It was interesting that Rory's like a big proponent for that right now, and others. Some other guys are like, nah, let's like continue to drive farther. So, um, but then it's like then they're gonna just start making courses longer, you know. So it's all gonna even out some way. But I kind of I kind of agree making the um, making the ball kind of limited would be better. Anthony West says, is there any more info on how this live versus PJ thing will work? Are they gonna do a WCW versus NWO thing? So. Right now, it's looking like they're going to proceed forward as two separate entities. But what I am hoping that they do is in a couple years, they do do some kind of a crossover event. Or maybe they do like three or four times a year besides the majors where they have like Liv versus PGA. And they pick one or the other's format and they have some kind of crossover thing, like see who's better. I think that would be pretty gangster. So I am hoping that maybe one day they do that. That would be cool. Yeah, they don't have to, man. So I think it's still early day and it works right now, but give it a couple more weeks and you'll start seeing something because there's only one more major left in, in golf right now. So it's the uh, it's the um, it's the open. That's the last one. Yeah. So after the open, I think they're gonna start making other stuff for the future, and you'll see some good stuff happening. Yeah, because there is a long part of the year where there's no majors. So. No majors. Yeah. And that, so. Even though it was interesting and it was great that the live golfers did well when they represented themselves at the Masters, I think it is yeah. funny. I think that that's part of it, that they're like, oh, yeah. people are interested to see them compete and see who's got the better squad. So, yeah. um, you know, whatever it takes to make golf more exciting, I'm all for it. Um, all right, let's keep it moving real quick. I think the last thing we really got is uh, baseball. Now, I threw the all-star uh, votes up here, but I know it's uh, hard to see depending on what screen you're on. But basically, was going to just talk about uh, the fact that the all-star voting has started. The first round is almost complete. And then um, and then um, Otani is the leader, which we're not surprising. Kind of reminds <laughs> me of Yao Ming, you know what I'm saying? But also, this dude is, yeah, like, it, it's, it's not the same. But this guy is also, like, at the top of the game, too, you know? So so um, even even when Yao was, like, declining, you know, and he was still, like, the top voting getter, uh, it's not, like, exactly the same situation with Otani because he's so good, but. He's got I love his swag, though, man. Yeah. Yeah. He just – he knows he's good, but he's not cocky. You know what I'm saying? He knows it. He, he carries himself well. But I, I like I like his attitude, man. And then he just hit another homer or something like the other night. Like, I think yeah, he, he, hit, he hit, like, three three home runs at four games, something like that, just recently. Yeah, he's been on a hot streak all weekend, yeah, he, basically. He's been, he's been absolutely insane. Even yeah. from a pitching standpoint, too, I think he had another, like, 11 strikeout game or something like that. Like – this dude is crazy. Yeah, he's definitely next level, and I do like the little um, the little uh, celebration they're doing. But it's funny; it's like Miami Hurricanes started all this so long ago with the turnover chain, and now in baseball this year, everybody's got the like home run celebration thing. So they got the samurai mask, and apparently that thing or the samurai helmet. Apparently, the thing that weighs like thirty five pounds, though, which is pretty crazy. Um, and then uh, also. I think it's like the Royals have like a night helmet. There's like everybody's got a, a different thing now trying to be funny. But um, but that's pretty cool. Another interesting stat, though, about the MLB that I read today and I heard is that the Diamondbacks are the only team in the league that have not been shut out in a game yet this year. So they are they have scored a run in every single game and they're 73 games into the season. So that's pretty impressive. Diamondbacks are making a good run. We might have to go out and see the hometown team because – Apparently the stadium's still empty most nights, so um, yeah, they're hitting really actually really well. And from a from a betting standpoint, nine times out of ten, I, I take their overs. Like no matter who they're playing, I take their overs, and they, they've been runs. making your boys some cash. So that's they hitting finally. <laughs> they hitting finally. 
That's what's up. Yeah. So hopefully maybe the town will get behind him a little bit more. You know, we see the Suns fans, they jump on the bandwagon quick, but the Diamondbacks fans are they don't they still don't care, I guess. So that's my stuff. But they, <laughs> so I'm like I was gonna ask you guys about the Diamondbacks. I I was uh driving, you know, I work downtown. It was like yeah. so many people. I'm like, oh, Diamondbacks doing this. I, I kind of, I was like, after the light, and the people was kind of passing by. I was like, hey, how are D-backs doing this year? It's like, oh, they're doing good. They're in first place in the, in the West. And I was like, what? I haven't yeah. heard anything. So, is yeah. that, are they doing? Are they doing good? Or is this too early? No, they are. It, it's yeah. it's kind of early still, but they're doing okay. good. I mean, and they um they do lead the NL West. Uh, they actually them and the Giants are beating the Dodgers right now. So it's a really tight race though on that side. Um, but yeah, but they're they're doing really well, and I think they have like the third best record in all of baseball, maybe third or fourth. So yeah. they're definitely doing good. I think more and more people will start to finally come out. <laughs> we'll see. Um, but yeah, but that's what's up with that. I think I think that's it. Um, Unc says El Paso tomorrow night, Phoenix by Thursday afternoon. All right, Unc. So we're gonna Whoa. see you soon. Oh, we're excited. Gonna you, Unc, Unc's gonna be here for the 200th episode. So that's what's up. Um, I think that's it though that we have on our on our schedule for tonight. So let me go ahead and shut this thing down, get us back to big mode. And um, and I did want to say real quick, you know, we are gearing up for our 200 episode. We are going to air live um, on location Sunday at 4 p.m. So um, definitely get ready for that. I know it's going to be a little bit different, but we want to do some extra special things for this 200 episode. It's going to be easier than a weeknight to for us to all be together. Um, so yeah. we're going to do that. We're going to have our celebration. If you want to come live, there's still time. If you're going to be in town, we're going to have some food and drink there um, for you guys to enjoy. And then, uh, you know, we'll have some some different activities. We're also going to Yeah, come through. Check your boys out. And we're going to do our giveaway. We have about 35 people signed up so far for our, um, our giveaway. And if you go to our um, social media and if you like um, the post and tag two friends, that gets you an entry for a $50 Nike gift card. So um you know get your boys up in the comments that's real simple real easy and then sunday during the 200th episode we will be calling out the winner and you got to be on there to win though you're going to have to claim your prize in the comments or in person so um <laughs> so so make sure that you're doing that make sure you tag some friends and just share it out you know word of mouth is still the best advertising and um if you got friends that you know that are into sports you know just just let them know they can check out the show and, and see if they want to become part of the slack fam so um I think that's it. Um, Strizzy, anything else you wanted to to touch on before we shut it down? Nah, man, not really. Just like I said, excited to, you know, get what you guys, you know, saying and, and celebrate, you know, it's like episode 200, man. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it is. 200 weeks in a row, and we're going to keep this thing moving. And in September, we'll be celebrating our four-year anniversary. So we got we got lots of stuff to look forward to. Um, but definitely next week, check out the show. It'll be a lot of fun. And um, and uh, we're excited to see you guys there. Um Marcus, anything you want to plug? You've been doing okay? Oh, man. Man, be good, man. Y'all just keep watching the show, man. See y'all Sunday. That's what's up. All right. We'll leave it right there. Oh, thank you, Kelly, for joining. Um, no worries, no worries. You can always catch the replay, but happy Tuesday to you, and we appreciate the support. What and up, yeah, August? We'll, <laughs> yeah, what's up, Augie? What's up, my my? Um, appreciate you guys. Love you guys. And, uh, yeah, we will see everybody next for episode 200. So definitely don't miss it. We will see you all there. But for now, it's your boy, A-Dub. And your boy, Shrizzy. Oh, I almost forgot, too. Happy Father Day to all the fathers, Pops, Unk, and all the fathers, Anthony, all Shrizzy. you guys, Shrizzy. We yeah. love y'all, man, straight up. Likewise, likewise, man, ditto. Yes, absolutely. Happy Father's Day to both my brothers on here. 
and all the fathers holding it down. And on that note, we out. Peace. Thanks for listening to Say Like a Champ. Engage with us on Instagram. Share your thoughts, and you might just be featured on the show. Be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you pod so you don't miss next week's episode of Say Like a Champ.